<laughs> what? No, those, those, that's about me. This is about you. Hey guys. Uh, it's, it's fine. Hey guys, this is Person About Town. We're going to, what's the name of this place? Rose Warp and Fans Pier. So we're doing that with my roommate, Sherard. But he's not just my roommate. He does lots of other things, too. All right, so tell them about yourself. <laughs> okay, well, um, I'm a writer and um, occasional photographer, and I work in consulting. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> tell me about you, you random stranger <laughs> with the microphone. No, this is not how this works. <laughs> I am interviewing you, and you will answer the questions because you agreed to. Okay, so Just back before to we started recording... <laughs> Cadiz was mentioning this really interesting story about how she ended up moving to Boston. Would you like to tell us how that was? <laughs> I'm going to give a very brief rundown of that, and then you're going to explain why it is that you ended up in Boston. So I was majoring in history and psychology, and based on my uh, work in developmental psychology, specifically with the effects of media on children's perception of morality. Uh, I had gotten a full ride into a university in DC, and I was going to become a developmental psychologist, but I, uh, I had this moment where my friend was like, you never talk about psychology or history, you only talk about film. Uh, maybe you should do something about that. And then I started looking into it, and uh, I applied to a bunch of film schools, and I got into another DC university, and they were like, hey, we'll give you a full ride. Uh, but I decided I'd much rather freeze to death in the chilly climes of Boston. So that's my story and how I ended up here. But again, this is not about me. This is about you. So tell us, how did you end up in Boston, and where are you from? Well, um, my story is somewhat similar in that uh, I got accepted into PhD programs, uh, one in university um, Southern Mississippi, right, Hattiesburg, and the other one was University of Louisiana, University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Um, but I also ended up coming to Boston for a conference, and I loved it. And so I thought, you know what? No, I don't want to spend five more years in the South. I want to move to Boston. Um, so I'm sort of from Florida-ish, okay. uh, and the transition weather-wise is a little cruel, but you get used to it. You wear a lot of sweaters. And flannel. <laughs> so when you say Florida-ish, you've lived in a lot of places. Give a quick rundown. <laughs> oh my, how long is this podcast? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, my parents were Navy, so South Carolina, Spain, Maine, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Washington State, Hawaii, Japan, uh, Iowa for like a few months. That was sort of my little rebellious phase where I didn't want to be by the ocean. Um, <laughs> that's how we rebel. <laughs> wait, wait, when did you go to Iowa? I was 16, actually. Did, did you run away? <laughs> no, no. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, got, uh, I graduated early, uh -huh. and I went to the University of Iowa, and uh, I did a semester there, but turns out I didn't really care for it, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Me, corn, it was, it was not nice. So, yeah, yeah. So I moved to Florida uh, with my parents, and uh, that's where I did my undergrad and my master's. So, yeah. so what was your master's in? How was that? My master's was in creative writing, and it was pretty great. 
<laughs> my, my thesis is uh, fiction and nonfiction, mm -hmm. and um, writing is something that I really like to do, and yeah. <laughs> and now you do that. And, and now I do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, this is Rose Wharf. We have now officially arrived. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so tell them what we're seeing. Okay. We are walking under a giant rotunda. Like, it is huge. It is picturesque. You wouldn't even believe that it's actually from the 80s. Wait, it's just from the 80s? Yeah, this was built in 1987. Oh. <laughs> right? It looks very historic and, yeah, and charming. Looks, and... It, yeah, it has a charmingness that makes it look older than it is. Yeah. Rose Wharf itself is actually super ancient. It goes back to, like, you know, battery days and all of that. And well, I don't know what that means, battery days. But, like, people would stand out here with their muskets and watch the ocean for the British. Like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out with the guns, <laughs> shooting the breeze. <laughs> but um, in the like turn of the century, they ended up back when they had the L, like the raised sort of train line. This was actually one of the stops because there was a um, sort of wharf connection to East Boston. Oh. So yeah, people would get off the L here and then take the ferry over to East Boston, Lynn, Swampscott, that sort of thing. Now you just take the commuter from you know, North Station, but... You know a lot more about the city than I do. <laughs> no, this was actually, this was the first place that I came when, when I arrived in Boston. I got lost. So wait, when did you arrive in Boston? <laughs> that was two years ago, and um, what had happened was I took the bus in from New York City, so I arrived at South Station, and that was sort of my grand, welcome to Boston, <laughs> you know, giant, giant buildings everywhere, you don't know anyone, you don't know where you're going. And so I started walking <laughs> in the wrong direction, of course. Oh. And I ended up at Rose Wharf, which was just like this really beautiful sort of quiet place. And I fell in love, in a sense. <laughs> I, I like it because it's such a mix of, of all sorts of transportation, uh -huh. when you think about it. Because what we're looking at right now is the harbor. And across the harbor, you can see the airport. You can see Logan. So you can see the, the planes taking off and landing. And... There are several boats, like, right here. You have the Greenway behind us uh, with the highway, I-93. Yeah, this is where I, I come for lunch, as it were. Really? <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is you work? Well, I, I work, like, two blocks that way. Okay. Um, I'm pointing, which you can't see. Yeah. So I, I just bring a book and, like, you know, an apple or something, and I sit on that bench over there, and I look out at the, um, the ferries to the airport or the courthouse, which won some sort of architect award. Oh, the weird slanty building? Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> I want to look at that when it rains. I want to watch the water cascade down that surface. That would be really cool. Yeah. Or like when it sleets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't had reason to actually be inside of that building yet. And I'm still deciding on, yeah, whether or not it's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is right, sorry, walking right past it. But that's the, uh, the place where the airport ferry docks. You can take a ferry here for 10 bucks to the airport. Right next to it, right here, is where all the ferries come in from, like, I think Hyannis and um, perhaps one other spot south of Boston. And this is just a really old bridge. That's accurate. It's rusty and metal looking. Uh, it leads to, well, actually, it leads to some new construction. And I think the ICA is over there, right? Yeah, 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 that's Seaport over there. There's a crab restaurant right there. Yes. Which actually I haven't been to yet. If you can believe it or not, I actually don't care for lobster. I think that's respectable. 
Really? Well, yeah, when they first, what are those people? Pilgrims. Yeah, sure, <laughs> them. When they had them, they were like, it's cruel and unusual to feed people lobster all the time. Because, like, it was, so it was cheap and it was there and they wanted, like, real meat. But they just kept getting lobster, like, every day. So prisoners had, like, a five-star diet. <laughs> Is that lobsters? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That was just a good source of protein to give to yeah, people who were in prison. So. Maybe they just didn't have any butter. Like, if you had to eat lobster or crab without butter, then, I mean, seriously, why? So this is actually some sort of historical bridge. It's, it's called the um, Old Northern Ave Bridge or something like that. And um, it's one of the few that's like a turnstile that still actually works. So, yeah, this part can actually turn. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think they've ever done it, <laughs> at least not while I've been here, um, but it is still technically operational. So you moved up to Boston originally for what purpose and what sort of things are keeping you here? Hmm, asking the tough questions yeah. over here. Yeah, yeah. So I moved to Boston for like a whole hodgepodge of reasons. Um, I had never been, as simple as that was, but I've, I mean, I've lived in a lot of places, so the fact that I'd never been was sort of a draw. And, you know, I, I did my research. I really liked the liberal aspect, um, the level of education, mm -hmm. the um, sort of respect in terms of transportation, yeah. and it just seemed really cool. It's a nice little walkable city. Also gay rights. Yeah, gay rights. Yay! <laughs> yeah, someday I wanted to get married. So I moved to Boston. <laughs> well, I know it's kind of good that like now you can do that in a lot more states. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, very convenient. Yeah. Although occasionally, like one of the states that I lived in would then allow gay marriage, and it's like, oh yeah, you're doing that because you want me back, don't you? Yeah, that's what's going on. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> Never going back. But what's keeping me is. Um, I don't know. I just really enjoy the culture here. Like, there's a lot of art and museums and uh, drama. As a matter of fact, I'm going to the, the BU Fringe Theater next week. Uh, what are you seeing? I am seeing La Tragedie de Carmen, because I've never actually seen it. Oh, yeah, they made, like, an all-black version of that in the 50s for a movie, and that's the only way I've ever seen that. Huh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. It's got Dorothy Dandridge. It's why I think she was... Are you serious? Wow. I'm going to have to check that out. It's pretty good. So what's keeping you in Boston? Again, <laughs> I am interviewing you. Uh, but what's keeping me in Boston right now is a vibrant and growing comedy and film scene, uh, which are my big interests. Also, monetarily, I need a car to live most other places. Uh, and I'm not at a level in my pursuits where it necessitates me living in New York or L.A. yet. Interesting. One day. Yeah. Well, well, tell me more about the comedy. Uh, I mean... No, <laughs> I'm not, this is not about me. I have uh, too much stuff on the internet as it is. This is about you and learning about your life and your dreams and your passions. I'm... I like to laugh. And so I have seen Kinesis comedy several times, and she's quite good. So I recommend. Well, thank you. <laughs> what about you? Okay, so tell me like some of the things you're working on as far as writing, or like the most interesting photography thing. Or you're a member of different organizations around town. Talk about those. <laughs> you do a lot of stuff. Talk about. It. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So I like to write about a lot of different things, preferably um, nonfiction. I'm leaning more nonfiction these days. Uh, I do keep a blog, but 
Yeah, it's, 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 it's a little like selfish to be no, like, no, sh- you should check that, out my blog. That's, that's what this is half for. <laughs> plug your plug your shit, man. All right. Well, you can check out my blog at SherardHarrington.com backslash blog. <laughs> my photography is also on there. In terms of groups around town, I would say that the biggest group, quote, uh, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying for the listeners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is what I like to call the CGs, uh-huh. um, which isn't like an official group of any sorts. It's just uh, a whole bunch of gay guys who essentially meet up around Central Square. So CG, Central Gay. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought that that was like an official thing, like that there was a membership, maybe there were dues, because you're like, yeah, I'm meeting the CGs. Like it was always very official. And so I was like, oh, I guess there's like, and maybe they're and I always thought the C was for Cambridge so I was like Cambridge of course yeah they would have like a a registered organization yeah <laughs> no it's, it's it seems more mafia-esque than that which is what yeah it seemed very like no no you need someone who could do this for you yeah I know someone yeah I could hook you up but no no they're all really great people really easygoing um through all sorts of walks you know retired lawyer this musical writer that so yeah, this is this is Fan Pier, by the way. We've we've now crossed the bridge, and we're looking at what are we looking at? Uh, water, boats. Uh, <laughs> there's some tall buildings. There's some tall buildings. Yes, we're looking back at Boston. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a bird <laughs> flying across. It looks like it's gonna like eat a fish or something. I love being on the water. Really? Yeah. Is it because like it was it was it was part of like the decision process when I came to Boston? I was like, yeah, I want to be on the coast. Like, yeah, I just always grew up by the ocean, and I just never could escape it. <laughs> Do you know how to operate a boat? I have operated small boats in the past. Yeah, um, nothing nothing huge. I'm not like a giant sailor or anything, but <laughs> I, I know how to. to. I, I know how to like row. That's the size of boat I can operate. <laughs> so you're saying you've operated something bigger than manpower? Not not something bigger than man. Well, actually, yeah. Well, a, like a sailboat. It had sails? It, <laughs> like one or two sails. Like like not anything, you know. Yeah. So you, so like you know how to use the well, wind to power your travel is what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I have. As long as you don't admit that, then you can shape the forces of nature and get them to do what you want. Essentially. Just for giggles. Yes. Just. Why not? Yeah, there are lots of birds out here. Uh, I think we're walking across a modeling photo shoot or something. Maybe, I'm not sure if it's like straight up for like a professional photo, or maybe, I always think when people are taking photos like this, where it's like there aren't lights set up and it's supposed to look kind of natural, that it's for online dating profiles. And they're trying to just have the best online dating profile picture of anybody. <laughs> so they just pull out like the, the professional grade camera. Yeah. Like, you know what? No, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Yeah. But not all the way though. We're not going to yeah, like, you know, know, get any other studio equipment. Yeah. You want it to look vaguely natural, like you just look this good most of the time. I just woke up this way. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Isn't that's like a hashtag on Twitter, right? Like woke up this way, and then it's always like, I don't think you did. I think you're full of lies. Are you wearing makeup? Do you sleep in makeup? That's a curious decision. Okay. That's a, that's a lifestyle choice. <laughs> so, what things about Boston have changed, like either in your life or in the city at large, since you moved here two years ago? Well, they're doing construction on the um, Longfellow, which they've been doing forever. forever. <laughs> yeah. You can't see off half of it. It's weird. <laughs> it's, 
it's very bizarre. The, the, the Longfellow, in case you're not from Boston, is one of the bridges that connects Cambridge to Boston proper. And it has the red line, like right in the middle of it. So, you know, that's sort of what I take into the city every day and out of the city every day. <laughs> and there's this lovely part where it come, you come out of Kendall and then you just go over the water and normally you can see all of the city and the skyline and it's, uh, it's, it's gorgeous. It's very stunning. It's, it's beautiful, but like now half of it is blocked because of construction. So you have to look at it through this weird green fence thing. They like ripped that bridge apart and it sort of makes you wonder like how safe was that bridge when you were just like, you know, maybe we should just take everything down. Just bare bones, bare bones. I think about that every time I'm on the train and it just has to stop uh, like in between Kendall and Charles. And it's just like, oh, wait, there's a split right. What is that? Are we safe right now? Like, are we? Okay. I mean, surely you wouldn't just let us ride on something that was going to just fall into the water. One would hope. Um, Boston actually has one of the highest amounts of freeze-thaw points. Uh, mean? It means that it will freeze and then thaw, uh -huh. like a whole bunch of times in the city. Yeah. So, like, it'll snow, and then the snow will melt, and then it will freeze, and then it will unfreeze, that sort of thing. Uh -huh. But what that essentially causes is tons and tons of cracks in the asphalt. Yeah. So, like, every winter this happens, and then every spring it's repairs everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> it smells kind of like a mix between flowers and urine. What's that about? Welcome to Boston. No, no. <laughs> um, that is because we are nearing the ICA. So Seaport sort of goes from, this is a little bit rundown slash sketchy, to, oh, this is a little high class. Yeah. They're throwing up all these glass buildings, so it seems really high class. We're looking at some sort of roof deck where people are having lunch. Uh, it looks like it's an expensive place. Yeah, I think that's some sort of place where you shop and, like, your boyfriend sits in some other room and watches <laughs> football or something. What? <laughs> what do you assume about boyfriends? <laughs> they're like, they're not interested in participating in what will become their material possessions. They just want to watch sports on TV. Yeah, that's what straight people do, right? But, but you didn't say you didn't specify a boyfriend to whom. Well, well you know, I, I just sort of, you know, it yeah. seems like it seems like that kind of place where, like, you know, some girl would go. Holy shit! There is hockey on the TV in there. Not that I called it or anything. <laughs> okay, so when you're right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> this is nearing the uh, the ICA, which is an unusual building. It's the Institute of Contemporary Art, um, and. The facade is not facing the street, so <laughs> on more than one occasion someone's been like, yeah, they built that building ass backwards. So, but it has a great view of the water. It has a wonderful view of the water. And I think last year they did some sort of like diving competition or something off of it. Ugh. Yeah. I, I never got around to watching it, but it seemed like the kind of thing you wouldn't want to do. Yeah. Yeah, check the YouTubes if you are interested in seeing people potentially break their necks from jumping off a building. You know, if that's your thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some sort of music playing. Very jazzy. I think it's just coming out of the ground. Like, I don't see a source. <laughs> do you see anything? I do not. It's coming from the it's, lawn. It's coming from the lawn. <laughs> Is this 1930s music? I think so. That's 
They've gone really far to make this place. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's classy. It's old music. It's classy. Just go with it. <laughs> there's, there's a place uh, near Orlando. Uh, it's called Celebration. That's the name of the city, right? Owned by Disney. Uh. Yeah, yeah. And they do something somewhat similar. Uh, they actually pipe bird music through the ground. Yeah, in, in little speakers to make it sound more natural. So there aren't a lot of birds there. They just make it... They make the sound of birds. So you don't get, like, the lovely visual. It's just the irritating screech. Not that birds are bad. But I think that they can sound nice, but all the time is a little excessive. Uh, yeah, so we're looking at uh, a really nice walkway that there's nobody on. And, uh, yeah, it's... Oh, yeah, it's Columbus Day. Yeah. I would expect more people to be out. Sure. Do you want to walk over to the ICA and, like, that area in front of it? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Ah. Mm. Columbus Day is my favorite holiday. Why? <laughs> yeah, I realize it's not a fan favorite of most, but I was born on Columbus Day, as a matter of fact. Yes, it was uh, 1 o'clock in the morning, as a matter of fact. Have I told you this? No. Okay, well, my mother was cleaning, which is very much my mother. 1 o'clock in the morning, she's cleaning. Of course. <laughs> of course. And then her water breaks, and she's like, maybe I should go to the hospital. But I'll give it another hour. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So she gave it another hour, and then she went to the hospital, and they were like, yeah, you're in labor. So. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but I don't know if your water breaking would mean anything else. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, what else could it <laughs> When you're nine months pregnant. Yeah. But, uh, what, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and where was she at the time? Was this in the States, or was this abroad? This was in the States. This was in Charleston, South Carolina. South Carolina. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, it's really, really <laughs> tough. <laughs> I was like, yeah, to try defend to defend South Carolina. South Carolina. <laughs> but I will defend Charleston. Charleston's a little jewel of the South. The rest of it is, yeah. The thing I remember most about Charleston, when my mom woke me up in the middle of the night and told me we were going on vacation there, uh, is an old black woman weaving reed baskets on the side of the street yes. uh, and asking for money and it was too yeah. sad I couldn't deal with it so I was like I'm never coming back here <laughs> and I haven't gone back since uh, yeah yeah that's um, that's actually part of part of the culture the slave culture was you know they would weave baskets down by the the water yeah but the, uh, we kind of got rid of that as a thing <laughs> the slavery thing so why she still has to sit there I, uh, I'm confused <laughs> I think it's one of those things where, like, no one passed that sort of information on. So, yeah, South Carolina, you can choose to go to it if you want to, I guess. Yeah, that's a, that's a choice. Yeah. I, I, I literally actually said that to my boss not two weeks ago. <laughs> well, he was flying to Europe. He was taking his vacation. And um, it was somehow cheaper with his points to fly into Charleston and then from Charleston to fly to Paris. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you're going below the Mason-Dixon. Well, that's a choice, isn't it? <laughs> You could do that if you wanted. Yeah, okay, so tell them what we're looking at. Um, I actually don't know what we're looking at. What are we looking at? Uh, this is the World Trade Center. Oh, you're right. Um, the Boston World Trade Center, not the other one. Yeah, lots of, lots of flags and a boat yeah. because it's Boston. And everything is built on the water. Like it's built like into the water? Is there like some sort of different architectural style that makes it so that this is stable in any way? It is built on, on like a pier ah. in, in a sense. But I mean, so is like Back Bay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just filled it in, it's fine. But yeah, I mean, Boston sort of lives with the ocean. <laughs> like there was this whole giant concern about 
where Boston was going to be in 30 years because, you know, water levels rising and whatnot and all that other stuff. But it's like, we were kind of like the Dutch. I mean, we were like, you know what, we're just going to, we're just going to make this land. Yeah. <laughs> like, screw it. <laughs> so I'm sure we'll find some other way to um, continue to make this land. Dykes. We'll build dykes. Well, uh, oh, 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 Dutch. oh, those kind of, okay. <laughs> yeah. You got lesbians are going to save the city. They're going to come out and say, mass movement. I mean, lesbianist, right? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that lesbians couldn't save the city in case someone's going to get mad at me for suggesting that they don't have the ability to. I do think that lesbians do play an integral part in the city of Boston and specifically Jamaica Plain. It's great. Okay. In some sort of twisted, ironic way i'm sure it will be like some <laughs> some lesbian with like a phd in engineering who'll be like as a matter of fact we just need to do this thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now we're looking at a ton of construction uh because this part of town is now hip to live in i guess people seem to like it it's very weird because i mean it's like downtown adjacent so you would think that this sort of area would always sort of be like coveted but i guess there was a time in which it wasn't and that's weird to swallow, but yeah. <laughs> Especially since, yeah, all of, there are, on each block, there's a building being built. And it's all, like, 20-story glass, condos, office spaces. There's a ton of, like, what is it, InnoTech uh, companies being thrown up here. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, WeWork is, is over here, yeah. as well as the Boston um, Innovation Center. It, yeah, just right, right over there. Yeah, it's sort of a, a really happening place in terms of everything. <laughs> Wait, do they have? Do you know if they have a club on the side of the river? They, no club that I'm. I mean, they have bars, yeah. but you're not allowed to be a neighborhood in Boston without bars. <laughs> yeah, I think that is like a legitimate requirement. Yeah, you could pretty much go to every tea stop in Boston and find yourself at a bar. But we're not too far from the um, convention center either. That's also in Seaport. I have never been there. Really? Have you? Yeah. For what? Well, well I mean, I haven't been inside. Oh, okay. so, sorry, that was a little misleading. I apologize. I like, <laughs> Are you just going to conventions all the time? <laughs> I'm like, I live with you. I feel like you would have mentioned that you were like, I don't know, presenting at conferences. I don't know what you do. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Whenever you see me at a tie. I think that's where... Is that where Comic-Con and, like, PAX East and... Yeah. Yeah, all of those things. It's it's that building there with that giant awning. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this one time, um, I was downtown, actually. I was by um, sort of, like, State Street. And this woman stops me. I'm, I'm, I'm holding a cake, right? <laughs> and I'm walking down the sidewalk. And <laughs> this woman was like, excuse me, um... Do you know how I can get to the Boston Convention Center? Right? And she pulls out this piece of paper. Right? Like a physical map? <laughs> no, it was, it was like one of those like acceptance to the convention kind of, you oh, know. Yeah. 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 Um, and from where I was, I wasn't sure which street to tell her. Uh-huh. But I was like, oh, well, I'll just pull out my handy dandy iPhone. So I pull out my phone and <laughs> the, the map system is not cooperating. Right? So I'm like, God damn it, I'm pretty sure it's down this way. But, right? but I'm, I'm checking out the piece of paper to make sure. And it was, like, it was for like the, the um, Boston like d- depressed uh, convention of some sort. Oh. Like, yeah, and I was like, oh, um, I'm really sorry I couldn't help you. <laughs> like, 
Like, don't get too sad about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's okay, you'll find your way. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're looking at uh, one of the bars in this area, Whiskey Priest and the Atlantic Beer Garden, as well as Rosa Mexicano, which I'm sure is a very uh, traditional ethnic restaurant. Uh, I'm sure they probably are just a small mom and pop shop with the freshest tortillas you can imagine. I can't tell whether or not you're kidding. I'm kidding. It looks very much so like the TGI Fridays of Mexican restaurants. But I could be wrong. I've never been there, so I'm just being a mean person. Well, I feel like calling it the TGI Fridays of Mexican food is mean to it. It seems a lot classier than... <laughs> I guess. So, do you plan on being in Boston for the long haul? Interesting. I really think so. Um, I, it, it's a really great hub, is sort of what I think when I think of Boston, like a lot of people here travel, which is fantastic. So I feel like I could go someplace else, like I can go to Europe, I can fly over to the West Coast, and then I could just return home to Boston, and that's totally normal. My dad, on the other hand, is still hounding me to move to North Dakota. Uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> exactly, exactly, why? There is a giant oil boom out there, so people are making lots and lots of money. Uh -huh. And my dad's like, Sherard, you know, you, could, you can come out here for like a couple of months and just, you know, split a hotel room with someone and you can make so much money and then you can just go back to Boston. And it's like, well, that's, that's really nice, but I don't think that there's any sort of other draw <laughs> yeah. for me there. Like, so you, you get to spend a few months just like only working. Head down. Yeah. yeah, working for money. Yeah, just a little chunk of life gone straight to that. Yeah. I sort of know where I'm taking you, but I sort of don't. Yeah, we're, I'm looking at a, a sign that says Seaport Hotel, and I'm under some sort of bridge. Yes, yes. This is a, um, yeah, we're like right underneath the bridge that connects the World Trade Center to, I guess, this hotel. Looking down the street, we see even more construction. That's some sort of, um, what would you call that? Like, an, like a concert thing? Like a, yeah, it looks like a hatch shell. Yeah. Pat Benatar, I think, played there. Well, I mean, a whole lot of people played there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as we know, it's called the Pat Benatar Hat Shell. It's the only concert that ever took place there. They we closed it. Yeah. <laughs> we were just like, nah, nah, this is the one. Yeah, that's it. No other one will ever. As a matter of fact, she actually played in Boston this year on the same day that Beyonce came to Boston and played. Oh. Yeah, that seemed very unwise. Whoever planned that was just yeah. begging for it. I know a lot of people who went to that Beyonce concert and uh, it was all consuming for them. You've got a guest coming in from out of town. Where do you tell them to go? Mm. What things do they need to see? Okay. I would recommend First Fridays. I love First Fridays. I enjoy the sort of like art culture here. Uh, and so on the first Friday of every month, um, there are a whole bunch of galleries downtown, uh, like Huntington Ave, like the, the South End, that open their doors and, you know, just sort of like provide wine and cheese and crackers and yeah, a whole bunch of people go and just check out the art and that's really cool. I would recommend the ICA along that vein, although it's a little small. It is free on Thursdays after like five or six. And the MFA, which is the Museum of Fine Arts, which I think you might have covered, 
in a previous... Nope, haven't done it yet. Oh, oh well. Uh, in fact, I've only been into like a third of the MFA. Really? Yeah. Oh. You're way more cultured than I am. I think you didn't recognize that when we moved in. You thought I was a little bit more worldly, but uh, <laughs> no, I've, I've also never been to First Fridays. Oh, well, if, you know, it's a good place to bring a date. Um, I, I'll have to get one of those one day. Yeah. It'll, it'll happen, sure. <laughs> or just a group of friends. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, I'll go with a group of friends. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, the MFA is really nice. It's huge. So in terms of, if, if you're looking for art culture, that's what I would recommend. Oh, okay. If you're looking for a good bar, I would still sort of hold true to the Painted Borough. It's a good place. It's a good place. It's in Somerville, which is where we live. Somerville. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing margaritas. Yes. <laughs> Goodness, what, what else would I... Yeah, I don't, you've what, got 72 hours, and they, you've got to fill their time. What do they do? Oh, the North End. You go on a cannoli crawl. Yes. I mean, your pancreas will hate you. But other than that, there are like four, maybe five places in the North End where you can get a decent cannoli. So you just hit them all up in two hours. And if you survive that, you can enjoy the rest of the 30 hours you have in Boston. So we're walking up some sort of staircase. I'm not really sure where we are. What, 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 what is this that we're looking at? We are going into the heart of Seaport. Yeah, we are heading towards the Boston Convention Center. This is a Silver Line stop? This is a Silver Line stop. I'm not sure which one it is, actually. Maybe it's, I don't think it's Courthouse. It's going to say up here. Presumably. The, the stairs are, are built really, I mean, they're decently built, but it's yeah. just sort of like a weird. There seem to be a lot of hotels. Yeah, yeah Convention Center, that makes sense. If we walk down that way and then back that way, we'll end up essentially at South Station. Yeah, uh, again, I've never been here. This looks awesome. Uh, I think this is kind of close to, I mean, Laugh Boston is somewhere over here. Wait, I think those signs say Laugh Boston. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we, we're looking down, and while there's like tons of big buildings and like really nice new things, there's also just like an empty gravel parking lot in the middle of it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's some sort of major-ish highway. Oh. I haven't quite figured it out because in Boston you don't really need a car. So yeah, you can see all of the city from here. This one bridge, you can see like downtown financial district, you can see like slivers of the water, you can see the Prue and the Hancock Tower and that other one. <laughs> you know, that yeah. other one. That other thing. Yeah. So yeah, what are some other thoughts on Boston, on school, things you want people to know about you, you know, the huge. <laughs> I sort of got to know Boston in, a, in an unusual sort of way, mm -hmm. which is that I worked at a bakery for about a year, and we did a whole bunch of wholesale. So I got to know the locations of all of the cafes that Good. bought our pastries. And uh, yeah, I feel sort of oddly in tuned with <laughs> <laughs> the cafe culture here in Boston. I've been invited to a couple of like um, openings and you know celebrations, anniversaries, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you're looking for, well, it all depends on what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't found. There are two things that I'm on a quest for still. Okay. Uh, one is to find the best chai latte in okay. Boston, uh, and the other one is to find the best, the best ribs 
in Boston. All right, so so far, who are the top contenders? For the chai, there actually isn't one, okay. which is sort of sad, uh, because back in Orlando, I used to go to a place called Boston Coffee House, ironically <laughs> enough, yeah, all the time. And their chais were amazing. Um, and then I moved up here, and the coffee culture is a little bit truer to actual coffee, but it also sort of has like a Portlandia hipstery, <laughs> like, no, you don't need any sort of flavor or sugar or anything. Yeah. Yeah, you should pay $5 for this because it's drip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and ribs? And ribs? I'm still sort of hankering for a good brown sugar rub rib. Uh, that's one of the things I miss from the South. And um, I haven't found any place that will comply. <laughs> I mean, like, um, Red Bones in Davis Square is definitely decent. Okay. Uh, but they're not Southern. Yeah. Uh, M3, which is closed now. Yeah, is it closed forever? I don't know. I think so, though. Like, Aww. I was really, yeah, bummed about it. It's another restaurant in Davis Square uh, that was sort of meat-based. Uh, I think it was stood for meat plus three or something. I, like that's what I heard. Side dishes. I could have just heard it from you, but I heard yeah. it and I believed it. So. <laughs> well, that source, wherever yeah. you heard yeah. that from. Yeah, 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 that was a genius. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, they're closed. And I hear that there's a place in Arlington, uh, Blue something or other, that's supposed to be... Oh, like Blue Ribbon, I think. Blue guess. Ribbon, yeah. Um, I'm supposed to try that. I haven't gotten around to it. Mm -hmm. There's, um, what is it called, Sweet Cheeks in Fenway? Oh, yeah, I've had their biscuits. Their biscuits are pretty good. Their biscuits are really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, their biscuits are really good. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I am told by a uh, actual authentic Georgian. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she came up here for law school, and then she stayed for like 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> but she told me that there was some sort of uh, food truck in JP that actually did decent southern barbecue. Okay. So I've sort of been meaning to go down to check it out. All right. So we've what are you on the quest for? Uh, I'm on a quest for the best burger in Somerville. I have gone to, uh, it was very nice. Sorry, there's a truck, bus thing driving by. Uh, chartered buses. Yes, chartered buses seem to like this part of town. <laughs> No, The Scout, which is a publication out of Somerville, posted a list of the best burger places in Somerville. Uh, and I think it's about 25 restaurants, of which I have been to, I want to say, six. Huh. So I'm looking for a burger that isn't too thick, that's not too piled high with extra stuff, because then, as far as the bites, you can't get the perfect ratio for each bite. Mm. It also has to have a certain juiciness to it. A dry burger is automatically disqualified. Yeah, so and, I'm... And how, how far along are you in terms of, like, you know, have you found one that you really enjoyed, or, like... I really like the Foundries burger with, I think it's caramelized onions and blue cheese. Ooh. It has the appropriate uh, juiciness, mm -hmm. but it also has like a tang, an extra thing. They also, I think, put a special sauce on it, which is important to me. Uh, like Mike's on the corner in Davis, they don't put it, like they don't have any sort of special sauce. Yeah. So it, the burger is limited based yeah. on that. Like yeah. it can't like achieve that. this new thing because it's like, yeah, I know exactly what beef, tomato, lettuce, onions <laughs> taste like. I was expecting you to do something different, yeah. but you did the... You did exactly what was expected of you, hmm. which doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win any awards from me. Passed, but not, you know, yeah. the flying colors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
So, yeah. So, here's sort of an interesting question for you. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, we both we both live in Somerville, which uh -huh. is not, you know, this side of the river. This it's not actually technically Boston. Yeah. We're we're, we're in the the Boston metro area, but we're yeah. not in Boston. How do you feel about that? Like, do you feel any sort of like every time I go to work and cross the river, like I'm entering a whole new world? Or do you think, oh, it's really just, it's connected. It's so small that it doesn't matter. What, what are your thoughts? I think it's connected. It's so small it doesn't matter. Also, um, I mean, because half the time now, while it's still warm enough to walk around, I just like walk over the river. So I work by South Station. I walk through the town and Very then I- yeah, I walk to into Cambridge via the Longfellow Bridge, actually. Uh, and also, all of my coworkers in our South Station office live in Somerville. So it's just like, yeah, it's just everyone moves around the city in a way that I think its size allows you to do that. So any final thoughts? Yay, Boston. Yay, Boston. Yay, Boston. Woo. Oh, yeah, I guess I should ask. Uh, besides that being like the first moment when you came to Boston for the, the pier, uh -huh. uh, did you have any other significant memories there? <laughs> uh, oh, uh, no, <laughs> no, no, um, <laughs> so, so here's what I did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I, I had arrived and like I said, I was lost and you know, I'm, I pulled out the handy dandy iPhone again. Um, and I thought, okay, well I can just pull out the map, figure out where I'm supposed to be going and just go from there. Or I could call my boyfriend at the time uh -huh. um, and ask him to find out where I am. Right. Because in high school, you know, before smartphones, um, but after cell phones, you, you would know where you, like, you, you would have a phone, so you would know how to, like, get in contact with someone, yeah. but you wouldn't know exactly where you were. So you'd have to call your friend and be like, hey, are you by your computer? Can you find out where I am? Here are the cross streets. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that, and um, my boyfriend, who had ADD, uh, was not very helpful. Right. Very sweet, but not very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was sort of my memory of Rosewood. Okay. All right. Well, hey guys, this has been Person About Town, I'm talking to Sherard Harrington, my awesome roommate, and I hope you have a great day. All right, bye. I'm turning it off. Stop. <laughs>